Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm writing this as some sort of vain attempt towards a personal closure. I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen to me. But considering the current state of events, I'm almost positive that I don't have much time to get away. I'm sure that I'm not in any immediate danger, but instead of procrastinating when it came to making progress on the documentation of my story, I decided I should do so before I couldn't. And so, here I am, typing out the occurrences, hoping to just get my story out into the open. Maybe this will make me feel better. Maybe it'll give me the courage to do something about it. To get away. Regardless, I feel the need to try to give myself that last push, and at the same time, warn others, if possible, about how the unknown is always there. Watching, waiting, hoping that you'll notice it. It started when we moved into our current house about five years ago. We're renting, so... Theoretically, we could just get out at any time, but my mother doesn't really believe me about what's been happening. And my stepfather, well, he couldn't care less. A lot of the occurrences seem to be random, completely unrelated to each other, and many of them have been of different behaviors than the usual ones. I've always been one to believe in the paranormal, even if only slightly. So I wasn't really shaken once the house started to give off an eerie feeling. When that feeling started growing, however, I could also sense a presence. This presence wasn't keen on being ignored, and it definitely did not like staying put in one place. I'm going to try my best to describe the bigger events in chronological order, though my memory is especially hazy lately from severe lack of sleep. So... They may not be perfect. From the beginning, I didn't like the house. At first, I thought I'd be fine. When school came around, though, I wasn't. My mother was working as a teacher at the nearby university, and her husband also taught at one, though it was almost in another county altogether. Given the convenience of just staying in her office on campus for my mom, and my stepfather having such a long commute, that he spent most of the day out there. I was constantly alone in the house. The first thing that bothered me was that my stuff would always go missing. Yeah, a lapse of memory. It happens to everyone, I understand, but this was different. It would wait until I looked everywhere, turning my room and anywhere else the missing object could have been upside down, and were reduced to tears. And then, out of nowhere, it would be right in the middle of the floor, directly in front of me. Whenever it would take my phone, it would hide it inside a box or behind things it would have no business being behind. 
and still be on ring. But if I called it from the house phone though, it would never ring. No sound whatsoever. Even if I were directly next to or on top of where I would later find it, it was as if it was placed into an entirely different dimension for a while. This sort of thing still happens, and it always waits until immediately after I'm reduced to tears to finally reveal where it's been all along. After it realized it could get a reaction out of me from stealing my belongings, it got desperate for attention. At least, that's what I suppose has been going on, since his actions remind me of a mischievous kid who loves to play pranks, and gets extremely annoyed once ignored. At the time, I wasn't really sure what to do, so I started to ignore it. And soon, it would bother me constantly when I was home alone, or with kids. If I was sitting on the couch watching TV, it would be in the wall behind me, scratching at the insides of the paneling in long, deliberate strokes. When that would happen, I would silently move over on the couch, though that never did anything to deter it. It would stop momentarily, then begin again behind my new seated position. Doors would slam constantly, most commonly the upstairs bathroom door, which would also open suddenly if I were inside taking a shower or using the toilet. Every time before it would open, I would hear scratching on the door and assume it was just my cat trying to open it, but that was rarely the case. Never wanting to be by myself after it had opened the door, I'd call my cat's name and she'd come bounding over to me wherever she was in the house, meowing in confusion. And then one night, out of the blue, I heard a scratching noise in the corner of my room. Well, I guess scratching isn't the best description. More accurately, it closely resembled the noise of a match furiously scraping against the matchbook in a vain attempt to get it lit. Out of curiosity, I headed towards the noise and saw the bottom corner of one of the walls in my room burning away without any visible flame. The noise went on even as I got closer, and the wood continued to singe. I was tired and, frankly, quite fed up, so I just grabbed the squirt bottle I had. That was in case my cat tried to break my things as I slept and I doused the rapidly burning corner of the room with water. And as strange as this must sound, it seemed to fizzle out, and the scraping noise stopped. I went back to bed, though I got little to no sleep, and took a picture of it in the morning. Now a few years later, I realized that, for whatever reason, it tried to burn down my room. I stopped ignoring it after that event, even though at this time I still wasn't particularly scared, more annoyed than anything. And then one night I had a friend over for a sleepover, which was a rare occasion simply because of how bizarre my house is. We were set up in the office downstairs, since my bedroom was too clustered. Once it got to be about 1am is when the activity started. My more social cat was in the room with us, and she began acting panicky. The door was closed, and she kept asking to go outside into the dining room, and then come back in. 
Because of what happened next, however, we wouldn't let her out anymore. We heard the furniture begin shifting. We couldn't see it, of course, but we could clearly hear the dining room furniture being moved across the carpet. That went on for a while until we felt like there was something standing directly outside of the office door, and immediately afterwards heard something step in front of it. We didn't dare move, or even breathe. The presence disappeared after a while, but we still didn't try opening the door. Now later that morning, my alarm clock started going off, first with beeps very far apart from each other, then occurring more rapidly. It sounded as though it were a ticking time bomb. It never acted that way before, but after that morning, it would do it constantly, even when unplugged and turned off. At around 10 in the morning of that sleepover, sirens could be heard rushing towards my neighborhood. A house about six doors down had caught on fire suddenly. I still think this is a coincidence, though one worth mentioning. Soon after, for a brief while, it would break my belongings instead of hiding them. If I left something out of sight for even a moment, I would hear a loud snap, and it would be done for. The nosier of my cats was no longer the one knocking over various things in my room as I slept, or at least attempted to, while quickly getting increasingly frustrated. When both cats were in my room for the night, they would often walk towards a corner of the room. It was a different one from the burnt one, but parallel to it. As though they were in a trance, and they'd sit and stare at it for hours without moving. I just wanted it to leave my cats and me alone, but no one but my friends who had experienced weird phenomena while with me would believe me that there was something off in that house. And so, I stupidly figured that maybe instead of fully ignoring it, I could maybe say hello once in a while, or just tell it to knock it off. Now that idea came to me one night as my bed was shaking something that became a common occurrence about two years after the move. When I would tell my mom, well, she'd always shrug it off, saying it was probably just because of the nearby train. You see, the passing train would shake the house slightly when it would pass around one in the morning every night. The bed issue was always around 10 p.m., 3 a.m., or 4 a.m., and it felt very deliberate. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It would always start up gradually, then suddenly increase to the point where the bed was just rocking from side to side, and last a period of time ranging from a couple of minutes to around 20. As I was getting ready for bed, one time I was particularly annoyed, so I just simply said, stop shaking the bed. And it did. I was really confused for a minute, since I didn't think 
it actually do anything. The Times afterwards, however, speaking up, did nothing. Anyway, it did stop doing it after I told it. When it did it, I was less freaked out by it than before. I never would get out of the bed as it happened, in fear that maybe something under the bed was shaking it, but I would have my phone with me so I felt secure. Once, I even took a chance and texted my mother about it when it was going on around at 4am, as usual, and the text woke up my stepfather, who in turn woke her. She came into my room a few minutes later, and it was still shaking. That's the only inexplicable thing that's been brought to my attention that she actually believes me on. Though, she still doesn't care much about it. And then one time, about a year ago, I decided to sleep in my bubble chair for two weeks because there was an earwig in my bed, and I'm just deathly afraid of them. When I was in the chair, it shook violently almost every night. I don't know, maybe I was just easier to reach when I was in it. Who knows? It may be just that it takes less energy to rock a chair around than to shift a bed. But the most disturbing incident that occurred was around three years ago. I was home alone sometime in November, and my mother wasn't going to be home until about 10pm. I was just chatting with some friends on Facebook when I realized I had laundry to do. So I went up to my room to sort my dirty clothes and choose which pile to throw in the washer down in the basement. As soon as I got to my room and faced my closet, I heard a door behind me slam. It wasn't my bedroom door. It was either the upstairs bathroom door or the door to my mother's room, but I didn't particularly care to find out. Both of the cats, who were curled up together on my bed, woke up and were on high alert, looking at me as though they blamed me for the noise. I ran downstairs without looking to see which door had slammed shut and went back down to the computer to whine to my friends through Facebook about my creepy house. It was all I could do to keep calm since I had nowhere I could go nearby, and I knew that both my older sister and my mother wouldn't be picking up their phones if I had called. Now a few minutes later, I had calmed down again, but then the footsteps started. They weren't gentle at all. They were loud and booming, as though someone directly above me was stomping around in a huff. In their wake, doors were slamming once more, causing the cats to both run downstairs in fear and look at me as if pleading that I do something to shut it up. Even though I had no use for it, I grabbed a large butcher's knife and sat back down at the computer with my phone in hand. I was entirely defenseless if it had decided to hurt me. The footsteps neared the top of the stairs, and then they stopped. And just as I was about to breathe out a sigh of relief, the whistling started. I can't really remember the tune, though it would be something I'd be able to recognize immediately if I had heard it again. When I saw Insidious after it came out, though it was kind of a lame movie, it stuck with me on a traumatic level because of the scene where the father's in the house of the family of beings in which the father is whistling whilst reading the morning paper. You see, the tune was so similar 
and the circumstances just as haunting, that I almost cried while watching it. Once it started, my first thought was to look out the windows nearby, because it could have been someone out on a late stroll around the neighborhood. I mean, we live practically right downtown where we are, and it's definitely a busy place, even on November evenings. After a few moments, it became evident that it was coming from inside the house. It was extremely audible, an extraordinarily clear noise to the point of almost ringing in my ears, while also sounding somewhat wispy, as though if the sound itself were touched, it would dissipate like fog. It began quietly, then increased in volume as it headed down the stairs. I frantically began dialing my mother on my phone, and I grabbed the knife, backing towards the kitchen. She didn't pick up. I quickly started calling my sister, and the same result. I guess I was lucky that it moved really slowly, I suppose. I called my mother once more, and no answer yet again. It was downstairs at that point, and the sound was floating towards me. As it was getting louder and louder, I felt like my skin was crawling, and my ears were being invaded by this eerily cheerful yet malicious tune. I began dialing my sister again, and at this point, I was shaking so violently, not knowing what I would do if it got closer. I couldn't see anything besides the normal surroundings, so I could only vaguely tell where it was by the echoing, unbreaking whistling that seemed to be all around. And just as I could feel it, like right in front of me, practically on top of me and inside my head, my sister picked up. Hello? Elizabeth. As soon as I yelled my sister's name, it stopped. It faded like a door shut and locked away the sound, muffling it until it gradually vanished. Even though it was gone, I didn't feel any less uneasy and had no idea what to tell my sister. I eventually spouted something rushed, like, I feel like there's someone in the house and I just heard them. The cats are upset, but I don't think there's anybody here. I just need somebody here with me. Her response effectively consisted of, you're crazy, and mom will be home soon, chill out, before she hung up on me. I was alone again, and my friends online on Facebook were slightly worried, since I had suddenly said something akin to, it's here, in the group chat, then stopped replying. And my mother did call back a little later, and I told her I just needed her to come home right away. When she got back, the sight of someone else made me finally burst into tears, before I fully explained what happened in between sobs. She stood in the doorway, staring up the stairs for a good half hour or so, before she shook her head and sat down on the couch in the living room. Now after that, not much happened for a very long time, maybe a year or two it seems, the activities only started up again about a year ago, so I must be right. Occasionally I'd hear the whistling faintly through the vents and go into a brief state of shock, or the classic slamming door episodes would happen when I snuck 
my then boyfriend into the house in the middle of the day. But other than that, it didn't bother with me for a while. But when it did, everything started up again at once, with some new additions to the routine. It started not only peeking in on me in the bathroom, but my mother too. I had to cover my window because I'm always sleeping in during the day, and the light wakes me up, and ever since, it's been covered by a sheet. There's loud scratching on the outside of my window almost every night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's no trees within 15 feet of my window or anything else that could scratch it, so I knew what was going on immediately. My walls in my room would reverberate on occasion, as though something was stuck inside of them and rattling around at high speed, while also crawling towards the direction of my door. That happened several nights for a while in different spots each time, strong enough to make my entire room shake. And now, when things go missing, they disappear straight from my hand and will be gone for days. It's also begun knocking things over on top of me, at which I've expressed my disdain, but I don't think it particularly cares how I feel, which I guess should be obvious now. I think it's really trying to communicate with me, but it just doesn't know how. As though it's approaching all these different methods to try to get me to react, without knowing how to really go about itself. Either way, it isn't a friendly presence, and its actions really have been getting worse over time. I've become pretty numb to the happenings, but it's going through a calm phase again. Now, a little while ago, everything stopped and soon after it started acting up again, so obviously that even my mother is a little concerned at this point. The attic door, which is in the wall behind my bed, has always worried me, and so my six-foot bookcase is right in front of it. But a couple of weeks ago, I swear I heard something try to open the door against the bookcase. And now I'm seeing shadows out of the corner of my eyes, I'm constantly feeling like I'm being pushed into places. My dreams are becoming more and more frantic, my nightmares more and more disturbing, and even my lucid dreams at this point are spiraling out of my control. I no longer can sleep, and I feel it outside my room on nights I wake up and my door is wide open. I know it's watching me, and a week ago I heard it beside my bed. I was sleeping on my side, facing the wall, when I heard panting and heavy breathing behind me, which woke me up. But it stopped when I actually opened my eyes. You see, I'd felt its presence, and once I gained enough courage to flip over, all evidence of it being there was gone, and my door still closed. It's clear to me that it has plans for me. As for what, well, I'm not sure. Whatever they are, I have a large feeling that it will act upon them soon. 
which led me to try to get my story out before that happens. Now, perhaps I'm not the only one going through situations like this, so I'd like to offer some advice. Don't speak to it. I let it into my thought process by telling how I felt, and now it invades my personal space. It watches me as I sleep, and has been dramatically worsening my insomnia. Even with both my cats on me, I'm too scared to sleep when I hear it outside of my room. Even though its pranks and annoyances will seemingly get worse if you do ignore it, pay no attention to it. As long as you do that, it won't do anything to touch you. It won't leave the walls, the floors, or whatever it's usually confined in. Don't give it hope. As I've been typing this, the computer has been acting up. The headphones were in, but the sound started blasting from the speakers. The windows next to me had been rattling for a while and I could feel someone standing behind me for close to a half an hour. I finally let out my story almost in its entirety, and it's mad. The house has been shaking. I don't think it'll get me now, but it's waiting. Waiting for me to become so worn out from paranoia that my guard will be down completely. Then, I suppose, it'll do whatever it is that it's been wanting to. I've kind of accepted it at this point, though I'm not very happy about it. I just want to make sure that no one else ends up in this position. Please, for my sake and yours, don't let this be you.